You are listening to the Sons of Asaph, a worship podcast. What is up, everybody? This is Adam Richardson. Hey, it's Sean Patrick, and welcome back to the Sons of Asaph Worship Podcast. We're very glad that you've uh, tuned in for the first time. Well, who are we kidding? We're glad that like the four of you are back. Yes. And uh, and you know, hey, you know, do us a favor. Tell tell at least one of your friends so we could have five. We're looking for five. <laughs> it's gonna. It's, do they it's all have the be... same one friend? Is that why we only get five? Like, if each one, you know, like, you don't know how to math good, do you, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> I... No, I do not. Compounding here. Let's compound this. Yeah, I, I was a communications major in college, and uh, I'm a musician, man. We count to six. That's as high as we go. All right, so we're so. going to start this. This this one's a common core math question. Sean, I want you to create four boxes, and what's, what okay. I want you to do is I want to put one in one box, the number one. Okay, you ready? Are you following me here? I'm not following me, so I, I, I hope you are. You, you, you lost me. At, we're going to do a math problem. Okay. So it, 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 it was there. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> you know, yeah, math was just, I mean, I, I, I understood it, got it enough to, to, to do decent at it. But, yeah, uh, all the maths I'll just leave to the math people. And, you know, it'll be good. The maths. All the maths. The maths. The math dealers. I'll leave the maths. Like it was always like when I when when school would start, I would look on the schedule at like where my math class was and be like, okay, if it's at the beginning of the day, you're gonna start the day terrible. Like you're just gonna hate it. And if it's like <laughs> the end of the day, it's like you're gonna dread getting all those to like that that part. Like I just I didn't I didn't dig maths. And I actually said at one point I was uh, preaching at a uh, a youth retreat that happened to be for uh, a Christian high school. And it was like this three-part thing, and I'm, I'm I'm preaching on it, and I I happened to use this this example of uh, of how I hated math in school, and like I was like I I like, I, I don't really remember it's it was is akin to like one of those sticking your foot in your mouth moments, but I was like, do we have any math teachers in here? And like I was like, it was something like she she like this woman raises her hand, and I said. I hated you in high school. I hated you, and I hate math, and math sucks, and all this. Like, and I, I went off on this thing, and she actually stood up, and she goes, "Well, I'm just gonna do the best that I can to make sure that students don't have your opinion on that." Like, I, it, she put me in my place, and like to the next point when I started talking again, I was like, "I need to apologize." Uh, I, I. I'm dumb, and you're, she, she's absolutely right. You guys should love math, and don't listen to me uh, on this. Like, you know, when it comes to the other stuff, like, I apologize and was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm, I'm the worst. So, yeah, just one of those. You know, you don't like make sure you know who's in the room before you're going to throw a whole people group or a whole te- a whole group of teaching professionals under the bus. You know, those professionally trained educators that take care of all of our children, even ourselves, through most of our childhood in fact all of it yeah yeah we're gonna bash on those guys because i feel like yeah. that's you know that's that's a really successful conversation and let me just tell you my kids started school this week and we had back to school night last night oh. and i met i met my uh my kids my, my twins are in the same class and uh, my oldest is in uh in a class and she has like two of her best friends in the class with her uh i met 
met the teachers last night and was like, you guys are my heroes. Like, you tell me anything you need. You like, you let me know. Like, I can't imagine. Like, I had my kids home for the summer, and that was hard. I can't imagine having a classroom full of 30 of them, you know, and, like, trying to keep keep sane. So, she's my hero. They're my heroes. Uh, you know, we're going to go to – I'm taking my girls when I pick them up from school today. We're going to go like, get, like, the entire list of, of the, the teacher's wish list of, like, items that they need. We're just going to go get it. Like we're and just be like here we we love you like if we can do if you, we can do more you let us know like a MacBook so, and well no her her like literally <laughs> I it was shocking this year and and I don't know maybe we could have some of our teachers like weigh in on on our website or on 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 Facebook but do we have a um, teacher in the four listeners that we have I hope so we okay. need we need teachers yeah anyway we my like we we find out who our teachers are. And then, like, normally, like, so there's, like, a back-to-school, like, school shopping list, you know, that they, they need to get, like, crayons or colored pencils or paper or pencils or, like, any of those things. And both of our teachers were, like, we, we got it. Like, just, just come to school. And we're, mm. like, wait, what? Like, we, there was no shopping list. And so then oh, wow. at, at, at back-to-school back night, the, the teachers have – this this like you know hey you know we've got all the supplies taken care of but if you if you could if you wanted to bring more items like we would accept it it would be nice to have like these things and so the biggest item like on one of one of the teachers list i'm not joking about this was glue sticks i was like are you kidding me like I'll I'll go like I'll go to the Elmer's factory and get you like a you know a fifty eight gallon drum of glue if that's what you need you know like yeah my that doesn't my daughter's teacher that doesn't seem ridiculous my daughter's teacher was uh, um, markers like the like yeah. two weeks and these markers are dead so so we were like you know what I'm just gonna get and like subscribe on my Amazon account and just have them delivered every two weeks like you know, like. Just keep yeah. coming with those markers, man. Like, they're gonna yeah. blow through them. So glue sticks was one, and then like the kids are all doing everything off of like you know like school issued laptops. Yeah. And so, um, and so like one of the big items was headphones, mm -hmm. like headphones that they can use in the, in class. And so I asked one of the teachers last night, hey, if do you, if you like if you have students that like aren't able to to have like get get headphones. Like, let me know. And she was like, I already have, like, several who have said that, like, actually going to get headphones is going to be tough. And I said, okay, you let, how many pairs do you need? And yeah. she goes, she's like, it would be awesome if I could get, like, five or six pairs. I said, five or six, what do you need? You know, like, I will go and buy headphones to make sure kids can learn in school and don't feel, like, ostracized because they don't have you know they, they don't have what they need and like other kids are like you know they they're rocking in with like airpods and going i don't know what you're talking about you know like uh, that's, i'm gonna just put my that, beats in and, ex and ignore <laughs> you you're like what <laughs> what is wrong with you <laughs> yeah i mean we, like growing up like we didn't have a lot of money but i sure like to pretend like you know and i i, I was probably really stressful for my parents <laughs> You know, and like I was like, it has to be name brand. I've got to have the Reebok pumps. I've got to have, you know, <laughs> I had like those. <laughs> those. I did too, man. Like that, and like I, I remember when they came out, and when they came out, they were like a hundred and ten dollars for a pair of shoes, like back in the late eighties, early nineties. 
and I was like, I gotta have it. I gotta have it. Do you remember it. Starter Jackets? Shoes. Starter Jackets. Yes. So yes. I, uh, I I was one of those only, kids. Not only do I remember them, I probably still have mine. No, I'm just kidding. I, I so so I was one of those kids that could not afford a starter jacket. Like like those things were too expensive and weren't worth crap. Like they just were horrible. So so my my family was like, you know what? Like if you want, I always hung out with all the kids, and all of them had starter jackets and their favorite teams and whatever it was. Yep. Like it was uh, and. You know, like if you had a Raiders <laughs> one, you were gang affiliated. If you had a uh-huh. Cowboys one, you were yep. gang affiliated. I was like, "What is wrong with you people? Like, that's not gangs. Like, that's a football team. You guys are idiots." Yep. But I couldn't get one, I so was, I uh, had this like knitted wool, like hooded jacket that I wore. That I was uh, like, "Yeah, had, I'm just as cool because of this." Like, no, you had the you had the statement cool. of like, like, mom, can we have dinner at McDonald's? And she's like, "No, we got McDonald's at home." And she like she like cooked food, and it was like nowhere near what you thought McDonald's was gonna be. But it was like, can I get a starter jacket? And she's like, no, you have a starter jacket at home, and it's a jacket that like she's she's made like crochet like been crocheting, you know, she off, off of the pattern. Starter in Sharpie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know I had moments of that, you know, like th- those kind of things. It's like, no, we got way better at home. And honestly, now that I'm an adult, looking back on that, I'm like, dude. Like I ate way better food than McDonald's. Like I haven't been to McDonald's in like easily a decade, easily. And like, and you know, I look at me. One look at me. Two talk to me. I have no problem <laughs> with food consumption. That is there not is a, a reason one. why we have great faces for radio. Yeah. That that That's is right. the truth. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I I did just uh, have to go to the driver's license and division and renew my driver's license. And uh, the photo that's going to be on my driver's license, like they don't show you until like you're done, and they like they <laughs> hand it to you. And I, and I look at it, and I'm like, she's like, okay, do you have any other questions? I was like, is there any way I could get a photo that doesn't look like I'm like I hate the world? And she's like, well, she's like, no, that's that's your photo. It's like the worst. It's the worst photo. Like, and I'm like, why is like, that? Cool, why is why your driver's license photos? I, so horrible like they yeah. wait for you to just be like they ask you a question you're like huh and they take a picture yeah. like, <laughs> no, seriously it looks like it looks like he 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 made like or i'm like sniffing something i don't like but here look you can see it oh it's my gosh <laughs> yeah yeah isn't that terrible it's no. so bad <laughs> well i i it's so bad like that looks like seriously like the, on on the on like the news photos where like the news run where it's like and you know this I hope this happened ink. to the neighborhood we're we're looking for this man and they're like they're gonna put that photo up and they're like everyone who watches that on the screen is gonna no, be like that guy's a, I have that no guy's idea. a killer I don't that know. guy's a killer that that guy he's definitely he's definitely selling drugs he's definitely got some problem and I'm like no I just sat down in the chair and looked up at the camera and he snapped a photo and like that was the look on my face at that moment in time. And that's terrible. Hopefully so, there was like I a stall to, like, in the printing process that made it just like <laughs> that. Like, that is the, fantastic, dude. Like, I, I my, want you to know, previous, you don't look that bad. My previous one was that. <laughs> my previous one was that. And that's not too bad. That's like, all right. I, I, like, yeah. That's... That one's not too bad. The, the like, oh, man, like, here it is again. It's just like when he when they showed it to me, I'm like, what is this? Like, ah, uh. 
Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, when you see to all of our listener, when you see my mug uh, put up on in the, the news, oh, one, I, one, I didn't, I didn't do it, and two, um, I'm just thanks DMV for like driver's license division for. Just a, a wonderful experience in a terrible photo. So, <laughs> thank you for being efficient. That's a little too they really efficient. Were. <laughs> they like I was impressed at how quick I was in the, in and out of there. I'm sure that but, it's not going to impact time much if you try a retake on the picture before you just submit it. I'm pretty sure they asked me if I wanted to like use the picture that they took when I did my they last. They didn't one. ask me. They didn't show me. They didn't ask me. The guy to click the photo and went okay. And handed me a slip of paper so that I could take that to the next, like, station or whatever. Like, there was no, like, can you, you want to review this because this is going to be your form of ID for the next while. <laughs> like, are you happy with this? Like, anyway, I'm not, I'm not overly thrilled at my, my driver's license photo. But, you know, life is life. All like, right. You, so, so, how often do you show your driver's license? So, you know, so kids are going back to school. Life is chaos. If you guys hear in the background today, Sean's house is getting worked on. So, yeah. Uh, there might be some hammering, some some uh, jackhammers, some uh, blow torches, and uh... I hope not. <laughs> I, I hope they're not doing anything with blow torches. We had some water damage a few months ago, and um, we found that the previous owner probably had this problem more than once, and uh, taking care of some uh, like just problems and so they're cutting out some beams they're taking out some old drywall replacing the drywall fixing a bathroom uh and we're gonna have just contractors and plumbers and all sorts of people in and through our house over the next like couple months and so uh we're really grateful for god's provision and the ability that we have to to pay for all of this um and at the end when it's all said and done like the house is going to be really nice really we're really looking forward to it but we're in the we're we just today is day one of just the construction suck and so if you hear any of that kind of stuff that's what's happening right now <laughs> all right so we uh we've burned about 15 minutes already so we gotta we gotta move on into uh sean how was your sunday man like that's that's been a question i haven't asked you in a minute <laughs> oh man sunday was sunday was really good um it's been good to be back post covid and um feel like back more uh, more to, more like normal dude our church was there was a lot of people there both in both services this week and um yeah like we we've like one of the cool things and, and stories has just been and i think i might have shared this last week but we've been praying as uh, as a as a worship team uh that god would raise up laborers would raise up people and musicians to come and uh, to serve with our team because we're, we've kind of been feeling like like there's becoming less and less of us. Yeah. Um, and and God's been really faithful to answer that prayer. Um, I had, I auditioned uh, a couple like I, I auditioned somebody this last Sunday to play keys and they're they're gonna more than likely jump in on the team. Uh, and then I got an email from uh, a, a person who had just visited who's also like who's a keys player and we've been asking specifically for keys and bass those are the two that like we're really like low on um and god's raised up two keys players just in the last two weeks and in a bass player i i had uh, a guy like we were we were praying for a bass player in between services i go out and meet somebody in the in the worship center who's there it's their first sunday 
and like everything he's telling me, he's like he's like a lawyer, and like mm. and there's nothing there's nothing that's indicating like I know anything about music, but I just feel God prompt me to say, ask him, does he have music experience? And he goes, oh yeah, I've actually uh, played on every worship team at every church I've been part of. My primary instrument is bass, <laughs> and I'm like. I'm just I'm 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 just dumbfounded like oh my gosh and so I'm getting ready to tell him dude we just literally prayed for you 10 minutes ago and the service is starting like like literally my team's up there like starting the pad and I'm supposed to be like welcome to risen life everyone like I'm supposed to be the one prompting that <laughs> and my team is like Sean Sean get up here oh my gosh Sean and so uh, I had to do that, but God, like I said, God's been really faithful, and we'll be auditioning another player this week, um, and we've just had a good string of adding uh, adding new people and a uh, bunch of new families coming to the church, and so like we just feel like there's just been a lot of great momentum at, uh, at and what God is doing, and even though we still are in a pandemic, um, it feels like people are like they, they've had enough they've had enough of not sitting in church or not going to church and being involved in community and even though like there's this risk right like even you know like being vaccinated and i still got covid um people are coming and they're they're coming and engaging like if they're uncomfortable they, they keep social distance they put a mask on and there's other people who are like what is a pandemic what is this thing um you know like and 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 so like but it's uh, you know, at, at this point, make your make your choice. But I'm really glad that um, things are like things are really good. And then this whole weekend, uh, we finished church, and then our entire staff went up uh, to a retreat in Midway, Utah, and we just finished. Uh, it was Sunday night, all day Monday, and half the day on Tuesday that we like we were all together as a staff just seeking God's will and vision. And that was really good. And, uh, we feel like we've got a really good way forward and there's just a lot of cool momentum and good things happening. So I'm really energized heading into another week. Like Sundays, real, it, it, they, they keep coming, Dude. Uh, but it's, I'm, I'm real excited to, to see what God is doing. And, and especially like in and through it's, it's rare in a lot of cases to like really, really like the people that you work with. Um, and I really, really like the people that I work with. I just, I really enjoy the job that God has put me in and uh, really grateful that uh, I get to work with the people that I work with. And so, yeah, I had a great Sunday. Adam, what about you, man? I had a really great Sunday. It was kind of hectic. Um, I, I think mainly for the fact that I was actually supposed to take this Sunday off and have it with my family, just, you know, come to church and be able to just kind of rest with my family and watch watch from uh the the main uh the main uh congregation and um i as i was as i as i was getting my saturday uh wrapping up my saturday i got a phone call that said hey i'm not going to be there tomorrow from my main guy who runs the production of everything and so um <clears throat> and right now like we are severely hurting for any side of our tech like we have two people and we have, I mean, every Man. Sunday it's a five person job. So it's, it's hurting really, really bad. Um, 
<clears throat> and so we're putting putting it out, but the, it's just kind of waiting for God to bring those people to our church. And he's yeah. been really good about bringing people to the church. It's now going like, okay, well, you know, these guys are like last week they were at the LDS ward. This week they're in our church. And so we're like, I, I you know, we got to, I, I want to work with that for a little while, <laughs> you know, before I could just be like, yeah. do you know how to run a soundboard by chance? You know, and so <clears throat> it's a really cool blessing. But it's also extremely difficult to navigate when when I'm down a leader, and especially the one that runs the production. And so, essentially, right. I I kind of had to step into that role and run the production. My the, my worship team still led worship. I didn't have to lead worship as well, um, but I had to help run with words and presentation and make sure that was all loaded and. And then make sure everything else, like, you know, that, that we were live on all of our stuff and our cameras were in the right position, that our announcement video that, that was going, was firing correctly. And, you know, and so it, it was just an, an immense amount of workload that I was not mentally prepared for to come into that Sunday. And yeah, but the blessing in that was, you know, it, it, it went great. There was not a problem at all. Um, and my worship team came and just kind of noticed that I was just like going. I was like this focused, like I've got to just be that person that's sustaining this right here, you know, like. And right. And uh, they came to me and pulled me aside after after church, and they're like, "Hey, uh, we know that this was supposed to be your off week, and it wasn't. So we want to give you an off week. So this Sunday, I'm going in, and I'm just gonna sit. So." I mean, there's always a little, I mean, I, as, as the worship pastor, I, I have a role and responsibility. I sat down with the other worship leader that was coordinating and we went over worship last night so that they had a set, um, that, that was put together. And I, you know, put all that stuff together in planning center with, we, we, we'd like you guys to endorse us if that's possible. If you could get back to me, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. Planning center. Email replies. You guys are awesome. <laughs> You guys are awesome, and like I'll still continue to use your products because you have saved my life. Oh yeah, as yeah. Far, like, as far as as far as planning, <laughs> but you know, you know, like help help a brother out. That'd be fine. Um, and so it, it it was a little stressful, but but all in all, the worship was really really amazing. And you know, the biggest thing for for us in our prayer and our in in that community down there is just we have we're still, you know, we're still inching along trying to be an established church and, you know, week to week, we're getting more faces that we don't recognize. There's a, there's a influencer, big leader that's in, uh, Dutch bros. And, uh, and he's, he's now bringing over like two, three, four of his employees, but he runs multiple locations of Dutch bros. And so like, it's just cool to see that these other young people are coming and I mean, they're all college age. And so they're just like, yeah, we'll come and check it out. You know, like I'm going to go check out my bosses, you know? And and so it's cool to see like these, these areas. And we have another elderly couple that, that comes and she's like, she's straight up. Like, she's like, yeah, I just had to tell my, my Bishop that I, I really need to see if I can find Jesus because I'm not hearing it a lot. And so she started coming to church and, uh, she's like, she goes, I heard Jesus. I think I mentioned this in the uh, the last episode more than, you know, more in the first song that I've heard in the last 70 years. I was like, 
Wow, that's that's amazing. So, I mean, those are the people that week after week we're getting more faces. Another gal that my wife met last uh, this last Sunday that uh, she came from Philadelphia and she she was just in in tears. Uh, like she goes, worship was wow. super powerful, and she goes, I just I loved that. You aren't afraid to speak the truth. You aren't afraid to sing the songs that, you know, that are, you know, that aren't wishy-washy, empty stuff. It's like this brings God glory and your words, your sermon brings God glory. And, And that's that that was just I mean, to me, yeah, I'll deal with the the tech drama and the tech, you know, deficiencies, I would say, if if it keeps bringing people in Uh, my buddy he's like you guys have a coffee shop vibe that uh you know i really really like about the worship because it's it's not a big deal it's it's this little kind of like if you had candles and stools it would fit perfectly and so you know and we just kind of stay in that lane and it's it's been really really valuable um to uh, to our sunday experiences as as an as a church as a fellowship together so it's it's been awesome Dude, that's, that's so good. And like, you know, I, I would just encourage, um, like my daughter said to me, uh, as we were driving, driving to school this morning, um, it was such this, like for her, it was this amazingly profound moment, but like, she's like the smoke that's been in the air for all the wildfires here Mm -hmm. in, in Utah. And like, she was like, she's been legitimately praying that God would send wind and send rain, like those things. And last night we had this amazingly big windstorm and uh, it's been raining all day today. And she, as we're driving to school, she looks over at me and she says, Daddy, I've just really, I'm, I'm just really amazed. Like prayer really does work. Like God really does answer prayers. Yeah. And I was, and I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. He really does. And so she goes, uh, and she she was doing stuff and we, we kept talking and I said, yeah, it's supposed to rain today. It's supposed to rain tomorrow and we really need it. And that really worked to, you know, the, the fire that was out uh, uh, up in near park city, like the, the rain has really helped like have to help these firefighters get control of this fire. And she goes, she goes, well, daddy, you prayed for that too. Right. And I said, yeah, you know, we've been praying for rain too. And she goes, I'm just going to make sure that I pray every night. Oh, that's awesome. And I was, and I was like, yeah. And so like, like the reason I share that is the same reason that like, you know, what we're experiencing too, like it doesn't happen like right away. Not all stories are like the one I had with like literally walking out. And the first person I talked to is like exactly what we're praying for. But God is like, he's going to answer in his timing. And honestly, like, you know, I talked to a lot of worship leaders who are, hurting for volunteers and hurting for people. And, you know, unfortunately in some cases, like when, when, when I ask him like, well, have you been praying for those people? Have you been praying that God would send these people? Like, well, no, we're like, we're, we're looking for them. We're doing all the work all ourselves. I'm like, you dude, you're cutting your foot off before you take a step. Like involve, involve God in this process. So I would just, yeah, like continue to, I know you're doing this, continue to encourage you to just, just to pray. And then, Thank and you. then, and then get, and get to work, you know, like it's like, I know that there's people there's God's going to raise up those people. Um, but in the meantime, like, you know, you're learning what you need to learn to, to keep going and Sundays keep happening, but you know, how many people are being blessed 
like like what you just said, you know, somebody comes to you and says, worship was amazing and thank you for picking the songs that you did and all of that. And you were faithful, even though you were kind of, you know, duck on the pond, kind of like <laughs> going, going, going a million miles an hour trying to figure it out. And most most people don't realize that that's what our reality is in a lot of time. A lot of times is we are scrambling to put it together and then Sunday, you know, to come off on some way, shape, or form that it looks looks put together and thought out intentionally, and that we, you know, we have all of our stuff together, and sometimes we don't, but yeah. it it comes off that well, you know, it comes off well. And bottom line is is Jesus worshipped, uh, is the word preached, cool. And like how we get there, sometimes we're figuring that out as it's happening. Um, you know, not maybe not the sermon or like the songs, but like. <clears throat> You know, like there's there's many moments when, you know, I'm looking at the pastors on stage and, you know, they're looking at me going, OK, what are we going to do here? Because this is not what we planned, you know, and like it's just <laughs> these like quick glances back and forth. And you're like, I'm going to go. And so like and you step up and later you're like, man, thanks for standing up there because I, you know, I didn't know what we were doing, you know. And so you just you work to get that together. But yeah, plan as much as you can. But and pray, man, let's let's pray it up as much as we can. But I can honestly say, like, even though there's these stresses, where we are as a worship team and where we are even as our, you know, the church, the leadership, uh, all of that together is is really doing well in, in a really good harmony. And we're all, you know, we're all stepping in the same direction and, and all have that same prayer and heart for things. I mean, there's things that we're asked to fast and pray about right now and, and you know, some, some really big yeah. moves that, that we're just going to say, like, God's going to put us into a position where we're going to have to take a step of faith in order to do this and not just be this this comfortable scenario that we're like, oh, cool, thanks, God, I'm glad you that, you know, a bassist walked up to me 10 seconds after I'm done praying, you know, like, it's... Uh... <laughs> hey, I'm just as amazed at that as you are. That was, that was amazing. Now, I, I will say that he went, uh, he, he was there last week, and they said that they were going to check out some other churches. So I, I still hope that they, you know, I'm, I'm praying that they land with us. Yeah. But uh, he, he, they were not there this past Sunday. So, um, you know, I, I don't want to root against any church, but I'm rooting, buddy. Like I'm rooting <laughs> against them. Like, you know, we need, we, we want to, we want these people, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So um, we wanted to do something a little bit different as we transition in our our episode here and we're still going to do a worship burrito, but I think today it was just kind of some quirky fun that we were doing. Uh, I, I brought up an idea before we started recording that <clears throat> we just find some funny, clean Christianese jokes that uh, we might be able to share that are actually funny. We went through a list of absolutely not funny jokes that it was funny just trying to, find a way to laugh at them more than anything because they just were horrible so these ones yeah. i hope are a little bit better um i don't know Sh sean you said that you've got a couple that are that are already going to be decent and i'm probably going to crack up i'm i'm still I, like i make mine no going promises like, yeah i don't know man like we'll see well like, like I, i've got a couple here so yeah i make no promises but i like i'm reading them and i'm going huh. like just i got a, i got a little bit of a <laughs> chuckle out of them so, you know, it's, they're, they're dumb jokes. We're going to have a good time. And, you know, honestly, if you listen to this, you know, you're listening to this podcast and you don't want any part of it, just skip forward. 
You know, like just just let us have our fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I have no idea how long we're gonna go for this. Well, probably a couple minutes is all. But how about this, Shauna? You want to go? I'll go. And then if you have two, I'll, I'll make sure I have a second one. And that's that. I think that's plenty of torture for our listener. That uh, all right? You know, they they don't. I'm all sure right, they don't I, have that I mean, much patience. Okay, we've got a couple, and the, you know, the first one I need to. I mean. It's gonna use it's gonna use Adam's it's name. Delivery. We're not talking, it's delivery. We're not talking shot. about Adam. Here, okay, here you go. Here's the joke. Ready? What time of day was Adam created? <gasps> I don't know, Sean. Just a little before Eve. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was. Told you, like the first one out the gate. You laughed. That's good. All right. <laughs> All right. You're up. Okay, mine's mine's kind of a story, um, but it's I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of give it a little. Like I said, it's about delivery here. That's that's the biggest point. So, as the storm raged, the captain realized his ship was sinking fast. He called out, "Anyone here know how to pray?" And one man stepped forward. "I, captain, I know how to pray." "Good," said the captain. You pray while the rest of us put on our life jackets. We're one short. Ha! Okay. Uh, okay, you win. Oh, this, the, the, it wasn't the timing, it was the joke. Or it wasn't the delivery, it was the joke. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> it wasn't the delivery? <laughs> no. Come on! No, like, as, as much as you want to be the inner world, like you, you, you want to be that guy. Uh, anyway, all right, all right, all right. Here's another one. Ready? Where was Solomon's temple located? Where? On the side of his head. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, I got another one. So you got you you're going to load up too. All right, you ready for the next one? What kind of car yep. does Jesus drive? He drives a Chrysler. A Chrysler? <laughs> I like that one. That one's really good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready, ready? All right, here we go. One day, I'm ready. One day the zookeeper noticed that the monkey was reading two books, the Bible and Darwin's The, or- the Origin of Species. In surprise... He asked the ape, why are you reading both these books? Well, said the monkey, I just wanted to know if I was my brother's keeper or my keeper's brother. Ha. Huh. Okay, that one doesn't land for me. <laughs> I, I would have totally, like, at the end of that, been like, and then the zookeeper was like, holy crap, a talking monkey! <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I like jokes like that where, like, you know, like no one's amazed that the the monkey is talking or right. actually, you know, reading reading a book. All right, here, here's another here's another one for you. Okay. What do we have that Adam never had? What? An- ancestors. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say like a belly button. <laughs> you don't know that. Well, right. I mean, you know. What's the purpose? I get it, but. All right, all right. Uh, let's see here. 
right, I got one. If you're looking for one, I got one. All right. How long did Cain hate his brother? How long? As long as he was able. Ah <laughs> <sighs> Okay. Billy had been misbehaving and was sent to his room. After a while, he emerged and informed his mother that he had thought it over and then said a prayer. Fine, said the, pleasant mother, or the pleased mother. If you ask God to help you not, beha- not misbehave, he will help you. Oh, I didn't ask him to help me not misbehave, said Johnny. I asked him to help you put up with me. No? No, okay, all right. Mm. Mm. All right, one more. <clears throat> These are really, mm. really bad, actually. I'm, I'm starting to get uncomfortable and, like, awkward, like, <sighs> okay, tough crowd. Ah! <laughs> I, I, just read, I just read, I think, the good, a good closer. So if you have another one, go ahead, and that'll be your last one. Okay, all right. But all I've right. got... I've got, I've got a pretty good one. All right. Okay, so a teacher asked the children in her Sunday school class, if I sold my house and my car, had a big garage sale, and gave all my money to the church, would I get into heaven? And all the kids are like, no! The children all answered. If I cleaned the church every day, mowed the yard, and kept everything neat and tidy, would I get into heaven? Again, the answer was no! Well, she continued, then how can I get into heaven? Then in the back of the room, a five-year-old boy shouted, You gotta be dead! (laughs) Okay, that's good. I like that one. All right. (laughs) Uh, That's good. All right, last one. Last one, and then we'll move on to our our topic. Uh, Okay, simple question, and you can can answer, but then I'll I'll give the answer that's there. Okay, and I think you might give a Sunday school answer to this, but uh, this one this Jesus. one surprised me. Okay, this one surprised me. All right, does God love everyone? Yes. Yes, but He prefers fruits of the spirit to religious nuts. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that one got me. I would All almost right. put that like in a sermon, just to. All right, can I do one yeah. more? I mean, I, I don't know how I can stop you. I, there's, there's really not, because you're, you're not even sitting next to me. So here it goes. That's right. You could, I mean, you don't even control the mute button over here. So Father O'Malley answers the phone. Hello? Is this Father O'Malley? It is. This is the IRS. Can you help us? I can. Do you know a Ted Holohan? I don't, I don't know if that's how you spell it. I do. Is that a member of your congregation? Or is he a member of your congregation? He is. Did he donate $10,000 to to the church? He will. <laughs> he sure will. <laughs> <laughs> you can bet on that. Yeah, we're going to make that happen. All right. That's funny. So we got to move good. we got to move on cuz we've we've beaten a dead horse with some horrible jokes and Maybe we'll bring it back. Maybe we won't. We'll see. We'll, we'll try a couple other things. Um, but anyway, I, today, actually, I think what, one of the things I was talking to Sean about was um, just kind of the idea of what is stage presence? What is, uh, you know, it's, it's almost like it's a swear word if you're talking to worship leaders because you're like, oh, man, if I'm moving and swaying and getting into stuff like that's that's almost like I'm uh, probably 
you know, I, I, I think I might be uh, like possessed maybe, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> that, but then you have these people who are more just statues and they don't move at all. And, you know, and so what, what is good stage presence? What is not? And, and maybe like I, I told him that uh, I could share some other things that are part of that stage presence is even just appearance that, that that's uh that's that's part of that being present on the stage about how people are being able, are able to perceive you, and uh, I don't know, Sean. Like, what is what is your experience in the realm of considering presence when you're on the stage? I think I think you need to look at this in a couple different lights. One, you can look at it from the perspective of the person standing on stage and what's going through their mind in that moment, right? So. In order for us to, like, a worship leader to stand in front of a microphone, there is years worth of work to learn an instrument. There is a willingness mm-hmm. and, a, and a commitment on that level to say, I'll use this, this ability that I have and put myself in a very vulnerable position where I, I invite, in most cases, if I'm doing this as a performance... Um, I invite judgment upon my shoulders and upon my p- appearance and how I look and act. And then um, I'm going to sing and lead this song, trying to encourage people to, 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 to be involved. And in, in all of that, probably as a, if, if, you know, if, if this worship leader is, is in, the, in a pastoral role versus just a song leader, um, these people are looking in the room and going, I need to engage with that person. I'm glad that this person's here. I don't know that person. I'm going to like, there's other things that are happening in their mind. And then in there too, there needs to be this moment of, Oh yeah, I, I need to find myself in the presence of God and I need to worship. And there's, there's, there's so much that's happening and has happened in order for that person to stand on stage. Um, and I think that the, the tendency and the trouble is that, unfortunately, in our society, we've, we've developed this attitude and mindset that when we go to church, we, we now get to pr- provide a scorecard or, you know, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. like we just did the, did, did the Olympics, you know, they hold up like a 9.3, you know, worship was a 9.3 today. <laughs> and, you know, like they, they get to judge how well you led worship and you know like or like worship was really good today well what does that mean you know i played my guitar really well i sang really well like you 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 enjoyed the performance of it or you found yourself in the presence of god and you're engaged that way and so like that's that's like there's there's challenge and there's a lot of things that go along i'll go along with that um but when it comes down to just performance, um, for me, I need to get out of my head because I'm constantly thinking, I look like an absolute idiot standing up here. I have no business being here. Um, but I need to, you know, I need to get out of my head and be okay to to be free to express myself versus just stand like a, you know, like a rock on stage. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think, you know, I think something to keep in mind, and this is something that I, I help with raising up no, new worship leaders, really has to do with the fact that a lot of the congregation, a lot of the people are looking to 
worship leaders to to lead the way in what is okay what what is safe to do in an environment and so if you're up there and you're a stone then um you know then then you're don't don't expect the congregation much to respond beyond what you're doing mirroring so so absolutely uh, you know so a lot of that is is just going like if i want to think about a safe place that i can be vulnerable in front of god um you know the difference for us and you're you're absolutely right about this is that we also have to we have that thought in our head about we're also being vulnerable in front of a bunch of people staring at us and and it's it's kind of going like are you going to give me a 9.3 or a 5.3 today you know and yeah, yeah. and if if we get wrapped up in those details oftentimes it becomes a distraction to truly what we're supposed to do and you you said it at the very end all of these thoughts and all of this preparation and all of this work for years and years studying for for you know the the little details the things and then suddenly i need to forget all of that and be in the presence of god yep and oftentimes that's where you find your presence and, and, and when I when I say that, when I talk about stage presence versus performance, um, it can look the same. It translates very similar together. When you come off of the stage and somebody says, man, worship was really powerful. I love it. You know who you sound like? You sound just like Dustin Kensrue, you know? And you're like, wow, that's super cool because he's famous and I, I want to be famous, you know? Right. And and so, like, we can, we can take that glory if we want to, but... But that I think that's where the balance is knowing that if I'm submitting, getting rid of like, man, I, I know I did the work. I know I did the preparation, but I'm going to lay that down at Jesus feet and be in his presence. And yeah. because of that, like, what would I do if I was in front of Jesus? And I would yeah. be I would be bawling my eyes out, one, because I'm not worthy to be there. And and two, because it's so beautiful. And yeah. And so. I want that to soak into every part of my body, every muscle, so that my response when I'm in that in that isn't thinking about, man, I've got 27 years of guitar experience. I shouldn't mess up on this guitar chart, you know. I, I you know, like those things are definitely there. They're definitely considered factors. There's things that I want to be in tune with worship and 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 the spirit that's in the room and invite God into that presence as well. And you know into into the hearts that are that are that are part of that congregation but deep down inside really it's just this you know a choice to be vulnerable in front of god and and not worry about the fact that people are watching you do that yeah no i think uh you know as you were as you were explaining that one of the one of the things of the images that comes to my mind is um and you, you watch it on tv or go but you go to a like a sporting event you know, I'm I'm a Broncos fan, I like, and I've been to I've been I've been to several Broncos games, like in Denver, in the stadium, seventy plus thousand people, like in a in a stadium, watching people throw a football and run a football across a line, and I like there there was this moment a uh, year couple years ago or not a couple it's been it's been a little while since I've been to a game, but I watched you know Broncos quarterback drop back and throw like a sixty yard bomb. You know, and the receiver catches it in stride and runs for a touchdown. And I, I remember thinking, like, as I'm there and losing my mind, you know, like, <laughs> hands in the air and like, ah! you know, like, that's amazing. Um, I remember thinking that that place, 
might have been the loudest place on earth at that moment in time. Like it might've just been so loud. And like, as I, I, my dad, like he's a huge Broncos fan and he knew I was at the game. And so he watches it. My phone rings and I'm like, listen to this. I can't hear a word you're saying. And I hold the phone up, (laughs) you know, like it's just going on. But then like that, at at the same moment I had that thought, I remember, I remember thinking how unbelievably sad that it was that I think that this stadium might have been the loudest place on earth because this guy threw a football. Another guy caught it and ran across a line. You know, like I'm really dumbing down football. Like you can get caught up in the excitement of it. But we go to church Sunday after Sunday, whether we're the performer or we're the person standing in the, in the, in the audience, and we, we need encouragement to engage we need to be reminded that we're there to be put into the presence of God. And then when we're asked to sing, we do so either very quietly or very reluctantly. And one of those one like those things don't jive. They don't work as, as best as possible. Like if you think about what we ought to be losing our mind about is salvation. And mm-hmm. we stand in front of the creator of the universe who could have just set this world on like like created it set it set it on spin cycle and left but instead what he chose to do was come down into our reality in our time and die for us so that we could have a relationship with him and we can't be bothered you mm-hmm. know like and it's just like it's just it's this like this this position that becomes so painful for me and that's why I, you know, I was a, I was in youth ministry when I was at that football game, and now I've been a, a bit of. So that tells you how long it's been. It's been a while. Um, it was back in the nineteen hundreds. Just kidding. Yeah, I, I remember, I remember sitting there and thinking, when I, you know, when I became a worship pastor, like I want people to have the same experience at the football stadium, mm-hmm. in in church, and like that's that's what we're aiming at, and not because I need people to scream my name. Or like, or like, really, just you know, give give the worship team a ten point oh every sun every Sunday. It's not about us. It's not about the team at all. It's about you know, we stand in awe of God. It could be a dude up there with just a guitar, or a dude up just just with his voice and just singing the praises of God. And we ought to lose our mind as much as we would for anything else, like like performance wise, you know, big biggest baddest worship worship team with. 60 people on stage and a tech team that's double that with lights and all the sound and all the things we ought like it shouldn't be about the production it should be about the 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 source or the um the object of our worship and we come into that so like yeah like that stage presence thing you know like i need to be just as enamored just as wowed about jesus uh, when I'm leading more to get not just and, as, yeah, and, you know, and and to lose my mind about it and to get out of my own head about thinking I look stupid. I don't sing well. I my clothes, maybe not what I sh- I don't look cool. I don't, you know, like check whatever, your zipper. We, you, know, <laughs> that, you know, we had that episode. <laughs> now, well, well, funny story. I actually had a rip in my pants this week that somebody <laughs> That, that somebody pointed out after I had already led a service and I had no hope of like changing or anything. So I was just super aware of, I have a hole in my pants <laughs> right about, right about in a bad place. And, um, was it a butthole? You know, it was, 
<laughs> no. <laughs> it, it was uh, it was just south of the fly. Oh, okay. Uh, like right at the right at the seam, like right there. And so like it wasn't like a big hole, but like I was sitting on a stool and like in front of like my team, and we were praying, and like several of the team members were like, I couldn't really focus because I could see your underwear, and I was like, <laughs> That's that's a big hole, dude. That's a, uh, it. Doesn't matter what? if you can see your underwear no, 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 no. color, like, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, and so like. Like when when you're standing up, you did, it wasn't noticed. But like if you're sitting and like on a stool, like people. And so I promptly got home and threw those pants away. Um, but anyway, that, moving on. Like I went to a really serious thing to really you know. That, that's good, man. Because I just point. got a like a major uppercut from from your speech. Like I'm like, my dude. I'm talking about stage presence and and you know versus the performance and. You know, I've I've learned and studied showmanship for a long time, so it's something that is part of my application. It's just a skill set. And and so because of that, some of those aspects are performance grade, you know, in in the sense of going like I just know how to in you know, instill this in into a production and and you know, so it's it's a little bit more I guess it's it's not organic at that point. Yeah, it's it's yeah. very it's very choreographed and like I don't want to say that the whole entire situation is choreographed. I just want to say that I put consideration into that. Yeah. So that in those moments I stand in this place or in here I move here in this moment in this song I do this if I you know I live and and I put my hands up in the air in certain times and things like that and that you know I I I. But at the same time, like like I would be just as just as crazy fanatical fan as you are when the Broncos score that major. I mean, this last weekend they they, they had their first preseason game and there was like an eighty yard pass and it was yeah. unbelievable. And I was like, I'm watching this game just like, oh my gosh, this season's going to be great, you know? And I'm I'm so celebrating. I'm like, no, that wasn't that was that wasn't Sunday. Yeah. I was stressed yeah. out to the max on Sunday, you know, yeah. and. And, and so you're right, man. Like that's that's a massive uppercut right there that you just did. And, and but it's okay because it's something that goes like, you know, I I'm I'm. Why does it take us to invite people to be in that presence? Why does it take us to, you know, have to kind of like intentionally get rid of the details or make those excuses as to why I'm a a, a, a statue on the stage when when the reality is is like that and more should be my heart and I should be exploding with excitement about the fact yeah. that God is in this room. And, yeah. and that's just not the truth. That's sad. I think, I think one of the things we struggle with is tangible versus intangible. Um, you know, when I go to a football game, I'm, I'm, you know, there's this, there is that like freedom, right? Like, and everybody goes there expecting to make a loud noise uh, to yell when their team does well and to curse out the refs when they they do bad or any of those things. There's there, that's a tangible thing. I can I can see it. I can put my hands on it. Um, you know, if if I was if I had practiced enough, I'm probably on the field. Not me, but somebody else uh, is on the field. You know, playing and can put their hands on it. Mm-hmm. Um, we we can do the same thing with God. God is very tangible, but. You know, we we also know and know in, in the word it tells us. You know, we you know faith is the evidence of things unseen. 
we have we have faith in God who we don't physically see. We see we see his his effects and like you know how he moves and we see we have his word and we have uh, we have so many examples and believers and encouragers and people all around us like those are the tangible moments but when we get into a worship service we're we're we don't know what to expect like you know like we like and I think that that's our role as worship leaders as as worship team and honestly. I'm I'm not just putting it on the worship leaders and on the staff of a church. This we ought to arrive with the expectation when I go to church at any other place if I have no role to play on that and like on that Sunday. If I'm just showing up and I'm going to sit in the in the congregation, I have I should have the equal amount of expectation that God is going to show up and that I need to participate and find myself in the presence of God as I do with, as I'm standing on stage with a guitar. And Amen. I, I should do I should do that. And if I don't, like the performance side of it, dude, you and I both know like we could we can perform. You and I can. Mm-hmm. Like we've done it multiple times and have done it together. We can get on stage with our guitars, we can deliver a song and actually sound pretty good. Like I and that's not just me like, you know, tooting my own horn and, and like, you know, like and stro- and stroking ego. That I know that like with what we do, you and I do musically, it sounds good. We've been told that, but the performance side of it, we you need to know that you need to put the work in. Just like you know, you need to read the Bible, you need to do those things. You need to put the work in so that you you know what a G chord is, and you know you know the, the next A minor, and you know like any of those chords that you're going to, so you can put that on the neck and make it sound good. You need to do the work ahead of time. But we do the work ahead of time so that we're not thinking about that on Sunday and we're not thinking about that as we're in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. Like, I didn't realize that this was going to get me so hot. I, this, this? this got me hot. Man. <laughs> we're out of time and you were still yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm preaching. You know, like, it's, it is something that I do believe that we, we should more so as the congregant as the pastor, as the leader, as the team member, we should all have the same expectation that God is going to do something amazing because he already has. Yeah. Like we show up, we show up and we like as Christians, as people who can confess and believe in his name and know that he's saved us from hell. And we stand there just silently and we don't tell people and we don't encourage and we don't do the like, come on church, like wake up. Like let's 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 show up and and show out honestly. Like one of the things I tell my team, and I think you've heard me say it on this podcast, is if you're happy, tell your face. You know, like <laughs> yeah, like tell tell your face. Like don't just stand there. Like you may not know the song, not in agreement. Sway for you know, or or dance for crying out loud, or just put your hands up in the air in amazement of who God is. Not for the worship leader and not for the person standing on stage, but because if you found yourself like Isaiah did in Ch- Isaiah chapter six, when he finds himself in God's presence, Adam, you said this too. When you find yourself in God's presence, you would be dumbfounded mm-hmm. by the worship that would be taking place and you would be so eager just like you would be in the football stadium but you would be so eager to hit your knees and grovel and go i am unworthy of the love that this god has for me and like isaiah like you know he he was so willing to just take a hot coal to the lips because he's like i'm unclean and like <laughs> you know, like I, that that scene just dumbfounds me in so many ways because isaiah's like i'm unclean and this angel flies over and says, I'm going to just push, push this to your lips and be like, hey, you're good. 
And he's like, that, that sounds right. That I should have a hot coal on my lips. And, and then the next moment is God saying, whom will I send and who will go for us? And Isaiah, out of just pure worship and being dumbfounded about who God is, goes, yeah, send me. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. You have 100% of me, and I'll do whatever. Isaiah walked around for three years naked. God, <laughs> God said, you will walk around in order to proclaim my... To, to our like, listener, to, to, please do not yeah. do that nowadays. It's no. I mean, if, if you have a mask on, you might be able to get away with it, but I, I, I still don't know if that's legal or not. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's not, and but you'll get in you... a lot more trouble now. <laughs> the short point of that is when you meet God and you see God for who he is, then later when like God leads you to do something, you're all in. You're all in. Isaiah yes, was all in. His absolutely. life was radically changed to the point where he, again, three years naked and he was like, gotcha. Like, I'll, like that makes sense. I'm going to go ahead and take off this tunic and walk around naked <laughs> proclaiming the, the judgment on, on Israel and, and God's people because they need to see what God's going to do. And apparently that's through my naked body. And that's what's going to happen. So, like, <laughs> yeah, just craziness like, like of what happens. But when you meet God, your life is radically transformed. I'm done preaching. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you done? You done? <laughs> We're out of time. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> I took all the time. Hey, guys, I'm going to do a micro prayer and uh, right. then we'll uh, we'll reconvene next week and probably talk a little a little bit more about this. But maybe we'll try to isolate. Uh, <laughs> this was awesome. I, I loved this. This was this was a really, really good topic. And, you know, honestly, I, I just to admit, Sean, like when I was talking about it at the very beginning, when, you know, kind of mentioning some of the mechanics of of stage presence versus God's presence and performance and, and you know, mixing those two together accidentally. You know, I, yeah. I, I just I mean, I, reading body language, I think I think maybe you were like thinking about what was going on in the background at your house. But uh, but I just I had a hard read. I was like, I wonder if he's going to do OK <laughs> with this one. Like, all right, let's let's see. Maybe I'll just lead the way. But boom, dude, like you showed up and you're like, <laughs> it's all about Jesus. Duh. Uh, <laughs> all right i, I, I think it's out. both both it's the most simple thing and mo- one of the most difficult things that that we do but we got to get it we got to get our heads around it yep. and i i'm grateful for the platform to be able to you know hopefully somebody hears this and goes you're right and loses their mind in church next time oh man that'd be so cool all right i'm gonna pray out and then uh we'll sign off so Lord Jesus, thank you for this morning. Thank you for, um, you know, being able to have that opportunity to talk about your presence and your persistence in our, in, in that, in our services and in, in the time that we worship together corporately and in our personal time, in our moments where we're praying about things that we need and support that we need to, to function as churches, to pour into people's lives. God, I just ask that you continue moving. You continue bringing people to our churches that, that need to hear and meet who you are and, uh, and help to bring up and raise up as well. Those leaders that are, that are amongst those, those people within our churches that that can help us and come alongside of us to to lead forward. And God, I just ask that if if somebody feels like they're in their own way about being a worship leader or being at the church and coming in and entering into a moment with you and forgetting about anything next to them or beside them or you know whatever in their life and plan.
plan or, you know, what they're going to go grocery shopping for. God, get them out of their way and let them just enjoy and be astounded by your presence, God. Um, Lord, I, I thank you for this. This episode was powerful. And I and I and I and I hope that be, this this can reverberate into someone out there that can hear this and be encouraged that that you are real, active, loud, powerful, better than a touchdown. And Lord, we just thank you and praise you in your name. Amen. Amen. As you're praying, I think that we just came up with a TV shirt or T-shirt idea, uh, you know, Sons of Asaph, you know, or like worship, colon, better than a touchdown. <laughs> you know, like, like so, something like that. I think that, that that would work out really well. But, uh, yeah, I, we're going to continue this. this. This is the ongoing conversation surrounding worship. I'm so glad and, and grateful that you've listened, listened in, and uh, I, hope you, I hope you stick with us. But until next time, I'm Sean Patrick. Adam Richardson. Blessings. Thank you for listening to the Sons of Asaph Worship podcast. If you like the show, make sure to leave us a review and to subscribe. Connect with us on our Facebook page. See you next time. Thanks, Mom. Jesus, Jesus, Tiger King. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh.